Sixers Group Therapy Podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We are currently at 13. If we get up to 20, we will do a little giveaway. On today's episode, we are going to recap the NBA draft, as well as the Al Horford trade and the Josh Richardson trade. That means the two biggest moves from last season, uh, those players are now gone. We're also going to talk about free agency. There might be a possibility that Nerlens Noel returns back to the Sixers. We'll also end the podcast with a Vlade bait trade of the week featuring Zach Levine. Um, so with that being said, here's first name, Dane. Another positive edition of the Sixers Group Therapy Podcast. This is the draft night episode. Uh, I'm joined by uh, joined by the guys as always. Uh, first, the guy you, you still can't get his PS5. I'm sorry, uh, June, the marathon man. How you doing, man? Hey, man. I still don't have a PS5, and it's been a week. You tried Walmart today, right? I tried to do it for you too, buddy, but uh, it kept freezing on me in the cart. Instant sold out. Sold sellout today. <laughs> All right, and we got uh, someone who has a very big decision to make by Christmas. We got Dave DeBacco. How are you, buddy? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm, ready, I'm ready to riff it, baby. I'm ready to riff it, just like Daryl. Let's do it. <laughs> and then we have someone who has had his fair share of IPAs today. Jamie Mudbones, <laughs> how are you? I'm fully recovered now. I just needed a nice cat nap. Those 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 work day IPAs really hit different. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, it was truly a pleasure <clears throat> to watch the NBA draft, knowing we have a real GM or president of basketball operations, whatever the hell you want to call him. It I was just it just it was a different experience that we haven't experienced for a very long time. Uh, Daryl Morey which uh, I'm just going to get right to it. I'm going to give him an A-plus for this draft. Uh, loved what he did. Uh, we'll, just, we'll start right chronological order. We'll, we'll start right from it. Uh, the first deal, which happened around, what, like 5 p.m. Uh, I was away from my phone. You guys, you guys saw it before I did. It was the Al Horford trade. So the Sixers sent Al Horford a 2025 first-round pick, protected one to six. Uh, I believe it's like protected again the next year. Yeah, one to four for the next two years. And then it becomes a second-round pick if it doesn't convey, correct? Yeah. Mm. All right. And then also number – was it 34? Yeah. The OKC for Danny Green and Terrence, Terrence <clears throat> Ferguson. Guys, how do you feel about that trade? Delicious. Yeah. Operation Appease Joel. Operation <laughs> Appease Joel. They got – Horford was Embiid's kryptonite. He was Embiid's kryptonite when he played for Boston, and he was Embiid's kryptonite when he played for us. And when they got Horford, it was all about Joel's got to follow his lead, be a consummate professional, you know, more mature. And really what they did was they neutered him. Joel Embiid was not himself. He didn't do his usual shit talking and getting in other, pe other people's heads. Like poor Andre Drummond. All the times Embiid's punked Andre Drummond and just fed off of that shit talking. 
that was all gone this year. And it was because Horford was just like a wet towel over the whole thing, but he's gone now. So they're just, it was Operation Appease Embiid. I didn't know how to feel about it at first, but after digesting it, um, I feel that, you know, he had to go for first and foremost because Joel didn't like him here. And, uh, and, and the fit, it was just terrible. But that, that giving up that future first round pick kind of made me go, eh, yeah. bit. but uh, I mean, I'm sure Daryl did his due diligence and uh, you know, for dumping that three years, 80 million left on that contract. I think uh, Sam Presti probably did us a favor by taking that. And we got Danny green out of it, which is just fantastic. He's a perfect fit. We got some more shooting. And uh, Terrence Ferguson, who I've always been a fan of since the I saw him play at, at the Nike Hoop Summit, and he hit six threes in two minutes. So I, I love Ferg, and uh, I'm very happy with that first move of the night. Well, we forgot one. We, we, we forgot we sent uh, oh. we sent. Uh, I'm not even gonna try to butcher his name. I'll let you do it, dude. But our Euro stash, who uh, uh, it was always fun to have one to root for. Realistically, probably what's his name. Mitchell. Mitchick. Mitchick. Yeah. Uh, also, no, the, um, I think other than Embiid, the last of the, of the Hinky acquisitions. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is so funny. <laughs> it's, it's almost kind of fitting, right? That uh, Maury traded one of the last <laughs> pieces of Hinky's tenure. But uh, yeah, I mean, I know he's one of the, uh, the higher touted prospects out of Europe. Uh, we, we had no idea if he was ever going to come over. He's like 26 uh, years old. Didn't he just sign like another extension with his Euro team or something? Who knows? Yeah, it was something that like none of us were really banking on. I don't care about him anymore. We got rid of Al Horford, dude. I would have yeah. given – I even without Danny Green, like just getting rid of him was worth yeah. the picks. And, and what a cherry on top that we got a serviceable, serviceable player in oh, yeah. fills a need that obviously we need. He could shoot Absolutely. and he could team defend. Wow, and that and that trade saves us eight million dollars. It, it it gives us cap flexibility, uh, flexibility for tomorrow, the start of free agency, and it gives us future flexibility too. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he and it and he fits the need right now, and I think they keep him. Um, so I I think it's great one one for one on the night so far with the Warford trade. Yeah, um, Dave, you did mention the the first round pick that we're giving in twenty twenty five June. Any any concerns with that? What do you think about that? Uh, that's five years down the line. That's, Give the fuck. Yeah, that's June's very gonna be forty-three. Far, I'm gonna be like thirty-six. <laughs> Holy crap, man! <laughs> Will I really care by then? No, probably not. <laughs> we we might be tired as tired out by then. Hey, by then, hopefully, we have one ring, right? Yeah, at least. <laughs> hey, twenty twenty-five. You said five years down the road, and Bede would be what thirty-one. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're hoping we're competing way before then. So like, if that's what the cost of doing business is, it is what it is. Um, you know, I honestly, I was telling you guys, I thought it was going to take us more to get rid of Horford. I really did. Um, there was some speculation, like would we have to add like a nice young player like Matisse or, you know, still a question mark in Zaire. We didn't include either of them. Or 21. Um, or 21. <laughs> so yeah, that's huge. That's huge. We didn't have to include our, our current first round pick, which would affect us way more than 2025. Who cares? That's, that's five years down the road. You know, you're hoping yeah. to compete for the next five years. So yeah, I, I think, uh, I think Sam Presby did us a solid. I think he did Daryl a solid because I think Daryl traded all those Westbrook picks knowing he wasn't going to be in Houston anymore. And um, now we see what's happening in Houston. Those picks are looking really juicy. 
So I think, uh, I think, I think Presty gave us a nod and uh, did us a favor by taking Horford. So I'm happy about that. Well, let's hope history doesn't repeat himself because in five years, that 2025 pick is when Doc and Daryl's contracts are up. So hopefully that's no. not his. <laughs> hopefully that's not his mantra. That had to play into a factor, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I don't know. I love that. Like, if we rewind like three, four years, we would be so pumped about this pick five years out. But now, and it's fair because we're competitive. We're like, ah, oh, fuck that pick. Like, it's, yeah. it's in five years. Like, this that is was, like, it's going to bite us in the ass. Yeah, we hung our hat on that shit. Like, Sam Hinkie got us his pick in 2029. <laughs> like, just imagine all the shit that's going to fall apart for, like, the Bucks, hypothetically. Um, but who cares? We got is rid it? of the player that was, like, just toxic for our team, whether it was intentional or not or his whatever. Get us him and his family away from Philly or oh, yes. Philadelphia. Got to mention, uh, should we even say her name? No. no. She who should no. not be named. Uh, just a joyless piece of shit. Like, oh, God, she's so, <laughs> so she's annoying. She's really the worst. The Horford, like, listen, uh, we the Eagles had, like, what? Uh, Darius Slay came over, and then, like, him and his wife, like, embraced Philly from day one, like, interacting with the fans. Anna Horford came over. Damn, I said her name. Fucker. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, she came like she like, obviously was teasing us about like Boston and like wouldn't like she never embraced Philadelphia from the get go. She said she was faking it, you know, like she said it, it was tough being fake to fuck with the Sixers fans and everything. And, you know, a good riddance like uh, she was so goddamn annoying that um, I'm just happy that entire family is gone from here. I think his brother like tweeted like, thank God, big Al's away from Philly and she retweeted it. I mean, this it, it was never a fit from the get go. Um, you know, they can move on, we can move on, and be done with it. As as for Al Horford, there, there's probably no doubt in my mind he's going to be fine for OKC, and they'll probably flip him for some assets. But like, like you guys said, it was just you know addition by subtraction. He just it wasn't a good fit here from here. They didn't mix or gel well from the get go. Uh, besides, like the what like the first game versus Boston. Ever since then, it's been kind of weird, and. Uh, Embiid clearly wasn't happy with him. And it's just, I'm glad that we don't even have to worry about it. Like Dave said, we save the money um, because Danny Green's expiring and we don't have to pay Horford for the next three years. So I think it, it had to be done. And then it was. And to take words out of her mouth, it feels good not having to act like we fuck with the Horfords anymore. Like it's going to be so refreshing where, so where he's in OKC, he'll probably stay there. Like I'll, I'll, I'll go back to thinking that he's on Boston and rooting for him to be that boring, weird-ass shot. Go get your 10 and 5 boards and get away with your $30 million that Elton Brand gave you. Can we – every every uh, move that we did, can we uh, just imagine in our heads? Like, I'll, I'm trying to think in in the war room. like, And I always go back to that, the Kings – I can't – whatever the owner's name is when they did one, two, three, Nick Stauskas, whatever. Like, clearly they're, they're like, happy with their decision that they make. And what is Elton doing in this situation? Like, good trade, good trade, team effort, as Daryl keeps saying. Like, is he just, like, looking around the room and no one's making eye contact with him? Like, eh, we're literally – I think there's a picture of, of the all the players he brought in, and I think there's one left or something. Uh but you gotta pull that up if you can. That'll be so funny to see. The, the memes or whatever videos or just 
text of what people are imagining he's like how he's celebrating in the room with them is it's so uncomfortable <laughs> he just Dar- daryl's doing all the work crunching all the numbers making all the phone calls and elton just chimes in every 10 minutes just remember we promised isaiah joe <laughs> <laughs> yes we will we will get to the, the promise oh i can't wait for that like can you imagine there was like side eyeing like like as he's like initiating a trade of horford he's just like just looking at Elton while he's doing it. <laughs> they're up. It's pick eighteen, and they're coming. Or it's coming up to their pick. They're, he's like pointing at Isaiah's name on the on the on the board. <laughs> Elton and uh, Elton and Keith get one telegraph per draft. It's baked into Elton's contract. <laughs> I love how Keith gets like plugged because clearly he just leaks whatever we want him to. Like Keith with oh, the great. second question of the night. But I know we're not there yet. But after. Uh, after that, like, one to two-minute clip of Isaiah Joe, I would have promised him, too. <laughs> oh, my God. He's my, he's my favorite player. He's my favorite player in the draft. I, I got his jerseys on the way. Yeah. <laughs> we, I need uh, it right here. Check it out. I got my uh, – I, I know we're not there yet, but I got my, uh, I got my Razorback shorts on. Well, wow, oh, oh, And the leg pumps. Yeah. I feel, uh, I feel, personally, I feel personally responsible for bringing Isaiah Joe home. I really do. I think I brought him back with me. Hey, if Joe, if you get his jersey, there's your name, and then you got Isaiah Joe's jersey. It's perfect. <laughs> what a boring name on the back of a jersey. Three <laughs> <Yeah>. letters. <laughs> That's so good. It's so perfect. Oh, I wonder man. how many others there have been. I guess Yao Ming had Yao on the back of his jersey. Oh, I had that jersey. <laughs> I had that. I had that Houston throwback jersey. Loved Yao. There can't be many Lynn. three. Three. Oh, Jeremy Lin. Jeremy Lin. Ooh, Lin Sanity. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we'll, we're going to get to Isaiah Joe real soon, as well as a very, very appropriate uh, player comp for him. But uh, yeah, just getting back to the the Horford OKC deal. Um, I think that I think that we pretty much covered it. Uh, you know, Horford's gone. Uh, we're sure he's going to do well. It's whatever. Hey, Horford. I don't think we ever thought he was like a bad player. I mean, he did miss kind of some weird layups and like clapped after that we hated. And uh, I just think this it just never gelled from the get go, and I think I think everyone's glad to move forward, move a- away from it. Dude was doink inside backboard on some three attempts. Like, what the hell <laughs> what happened? A, what a failure! The, uh, I mean, I want to say back to Elton at the table with everybody. I mean, not only is he just sitting around, and Daryl's got to give him the nod, and what a great group effort by everybody, and what it's so good to work with Elton. But they literally like. <laughs> In 40 minutes, or in uh, four hours, rather, he undid almost everything Elton did last summer right in front of him while he sat at the table. Got dumped Horford, flipped Josh Richardson for somebody else, which we'll get to that, my favorite part of the night. Uh, but, oh, man, poor Elton. Yeah, poor they, Elton. Made, they made Elton watch. <laughs> I love go- how going into this day or into the season or off season, like, we, I think we did a good job setting, and this makes it more fun, like setting expectations that – like, there's no way we could get ourselves out of this fucking shit storm that Elton created and Ned yeah. and Al Trucker. And it, as Dave just said, it took four hours and we're like, oh, we're good. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're actually good. We're, we have flexibility and complimentary players and cool players. Like, we're good. <laughs> yep. Shooters. We got guys that can dribble. It's great. Well, let's we're get saying... to the, you want to get to the next, uh, yeah. next, uh, domino of the night? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, um, we got to give a special shout out to Moose, Mike Mascala, former oh Sixer, God. who went ape shit 
in the last minute of a, a bubble game. I think it was versus was it versus Miami? I don't remember, but it clinched the twenty first overall pick for the Sixers. If you remember, we had OKC's pick, um, and the Sixers used it to draft Tyrese Maxey uh, out of Kentucky. And guys, you know we say it all the time, Dave. Um, the Kentucky guards, they just something about them. They they, they always hit. So, right, you guys. <laughs> what you guys? What you guys think of that? Of that? Um, because last draft pod, I don't think we really mentioned it because we we don't you know we didn't really know who he was that much. Uh, I know Mike Levin was a big fan of his, but uh, after watching two highlights, what do you think of him? Best player I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> I think. He, if, if this was a normal – if there was no COVID and the college basketball season played out and the tournament played out, that kid in the tournament, oh, my God. Mm. He would have gone top ten at least. I think we, by a mile, got the steal of the draft. I really believe that genuinely. I think that, yeah, just from listening to Calipari talk <laughs> about him, like, oh, my God, he's going to be a stud. Like, he – his skill – we are so desperate for his skill set. And they're going to – he's going to play. I mean, he's ready to play. Cal Perry makes it seem like he's ready now. Like, he can step in and contribute right now. He lives in the gym. He's a gym rat. Great attitude, positive, hard worker, plays with fire, two-way player. Um, he's He insists that his shot – he somehow shot 29% from three. But he's very adamant that that number does not reflect his, you know, shooting ability and his confidence in shooting. So, I think we'll see that go up. And he's an 83% foul shooter, which is mm-hmm. always a good indicator. Um, so I think he's going to be an absolute fucking stud. And just to run through some Kentucky guards of the last decade, we're talking about Tyler Hero, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk, Jamal Murray, Devin Booker, Eric Bledsoe, John Wall, to name a few. Just to name a few. I What's think the Rondo yeah, connection? Is he another Kentucky guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Rondo's Kentucky. another Kentucky guard. And apparently Calipari was saying something about how, like, Sam Cassell is a Kentucky guard too, and – Sam Cassell like works with Calipari like he Sam Cassell comes in and like works with all the recruits and or whatever like he's part of the thing he works and, with um, SGA or whatever right that's what they yeah were. yeah with SGA and there's some connection with Maxi too so I this is just like oh my god I'm so excited we got Kentucky guards always hit they always hit we got one his interviews are so good he seems like mm-hmm. such a good kid and he like he's the best always working on his game and he's a fucking the one video his first game as a was he a freshman against that with that Michigan State shot? He pulls up from thirty and drills a three with a minute left. Like that oh, is the killer that we we need. Oh my god! If he pans out, <clears throat> he's oh. good. I think that's like the the lock of the century is this kid like being an, a legitimate NBA player at the, the least. Like I think he's going to step in and contribute this year and like be be in the rotation. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, another another factor why I think, in addition to this not being a normal season and the, the, you know, the season tournament not playing out. I think, like, the reason that he, him and so many other guards that were on our big board were still available and fell all the way to 21 is because we're the only team that doesn't have guards. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody has guards that can dribble and shoot. <laughs> so, like, they didn't have to draft one, so they all fell to us, and we, had, we got to take our pick. And I think we got the best one. I really do. Wow, Ellen yeah. was zigging when they were zagging last year. He knew there was a strong, <laughs> strong guard class coming up, so he loaded up on forwards. 3D chess, uh, man. 3D chess. 3D chess. <laughs> he was uh, – Maxi was – looked like he was projected by some in the lottery, and we got him all the way at 21. Um, 
he seems like he's got a little dog in him. Like everyone keeps saying that about his personality. He's a hard worker. He, uh, he doesn't back down from a challenge on defense. Uh, he had this press conference today. I think he was saying he was getting like 800 shots up in the gym. Um, a lot of draft analysts says like they, they, they're pretty confident because of his work ethic and his shot form. Like it looks pretty good. Um, we saw him hit 30 feet daggers during his college season. So um, also note, he's been working out a lot with Ben Simmons because he's a clutch client. So there's some familiarity there. Uh, eh. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we, we, we were talking about some short in season, so maybe that familiarity made that help him on the court a little bit. Who knows? But uh, he seems Subers like was getting good angles. Yeah, they, they, they got the uh, they got the nice photo shoots with the uh, the clutch workouts. Uh, LeBron James tweeted that we got a good one. Um, I think uh, Zaire Smith tweeted because they're from around the same area. Ben Simmons tweeted. So yeah, I'm 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 happy with the pick. He he. I watched, I watched one highlight where I saw him able to dribble and finish at the rim. That's all I had to see. That's, that's all I needed. That's all I needed. Yeah, the one – so his – like the, the – he shot 29% from three last year, which is obviously what things are pointing out or people have pointed out. And, like, to be fair, when I see on a scouting report uh, needs to work on his jumper, develop a jumper, that, that still hurts or stings. But Maury's presser at like 1 a.m. after the draft, like he went right into like analytics that everyone can understand. He was like, yeah, we don't really care. He shoots 83% from the line. We'll take that and the other stuff we look at all day and he can shoot. Like his shot's not broken. Maybe it comes from a low point, but dude's just fucking stud. Maury mm-hmm. is – he's just a pleasure to listen to. Like his press conference, he, he like – he's so like patient and he like takes the, takes the time to like – explain everything, put it in layman's terms, even gave a shout out to Keith Pompey. Like that was so funny. He was like, he's like, yeah, I know you Keith. It was very nice to meet you. Well, they said, let me see. He said, let me see your beautiful mug. Well, I guess they, uh, they messed up and like put, I guess they do it over a video chat and they put the wrong face up there. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, that's not Keith. (laughs) He does his homework, man. He knows, he knows who's, uh, who's picking on him or, who's going to be covering him. He, he knows, his, he knows his people. I, I kind of like that. He's on, he was on Sixers Reddit, like responding to some fans, like, which is so cool. Man of the people. He's a man of the people. <laughs> the He's best perfect. part. No one even at one point, no one even asked him a question. And then he was just, he was just going and going about nothing. And he stopped himself and he said, Oh, I'm just riffing baby. He yeah. didn't even ask a question. I'm just riffing baby. Which I is, love him. I already I saw on Twitter, someone made shirts out of, and I like immediately, Open the tab. Like, I might have to get one. I'm such a good client to – I don't know who always makes, like, Jim Adair or whatever. But I love oh, just yeah. things that turn into shirts. It's so fun. So good. Yeah, he like, he's just, like – he's so cool. It's so happy to have, like, confidence in whoever's running the show. And especially because, you know, he's kind of like a, like a folk legend. Like, uh, being Hinky's mentor or former boss and like we I it's it's so fun to root for him and he's just making logical moves man like I don't know just it just what he was doing made sense like we said he might have undid all the wrongs from last offseason besides maybe Toby in four hours so yeah I have a way um, to I have a way to write that wrong if, if we get to the Vladi's fake trades later we get to that I will get to it but I won't I won't for, I forgot going. last time I apologize to you there I forgot last time that's all right. This one's juicy. I think this one's got a chance. <laughs> June, um, what do you think about, about Maxi? Well, I saw one of those 10-minute YouTube clips. The guy's athletic. He, he knows yeah. how to play basketball. 
He kind of reminded me of Fultz, but in a good way. Like, <laughs> hopefully he just doesn't forget how to shoot, but he can attack, he can shoot. He had some defensive shifty. highlights, too, so th- things are looking good, man. It's a good pick. He actually, yeah. he kind of reminds me of De'Aaron Fox, honestly. Like a mm, right-handed right. De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. I, I haven't seen a Sixers guard dribble like that since, like, 2006. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Maybe Lou Williams and Drew Holiday. Lou Williams, yeah. Drew. <laughs> All right, guys. Maybe Tony, so, uh, Tony, Tony Roden. Tony Roden. Oh, I love Tony Roden. Yeah, he was great. Never mind. It's, it's been more recent than I thought. <laughs> but uh, the next move uh, came later in the, in the second round when we're almost up for the 36th, 36th overall pick. Shams tweeted that Josh Richardson is being sent to Dallas. And there was a good, like, two minutes that – we had no idea what for, and we're freaking out. Or like, like I, I was like, for who, Shams? For who? And then it finally comes out that we got exactly who we wanted. Someone who we've actually talked about has like would be a good fit here, and that is uh, Seth Curry from the Dallas Mavericks. Um, I I couldn't be happier with the move. We I think I, we we said it last pod because um, we all kind of thought Josh was on his way out. We all like Josh. He's a great guy in the locker room. He brings it on defense. Like he brings it to the game. He's a great defender. He just didn't fit with what we needed. You know, wasn't a particularly good dribbler. Wasn't a knockdown shooter, although capable. And uh, we're getting a guy who is, I think, in NBA history, is like top three in three-point percentage for his career. Um, normal days, I would probably say he's going to shoot 32% next year because we're the Sixers. But – we have Daryl Morey now, and this is the Morey effect. And we're doing Operation of Peas and Bead, and I think it's just going to – I think it's going to fit like a glove. What do you guys think about the trade? I love it <laughs> so much. So much. I mean, all right, look, zoom out. In a vacuum, Horford and Josh Richardson are probably better players than Danny Green and Seth Curry. But for what we have and what we need and the situation we were in, it just makes so much sense. It's just everything is so much cleaner now. We basically just got, like, with Danny Green and Seth Curry, we basically just got Covington and Reddick back. So, like, we're kind of, like, going back to that brand of basketball from two years ago, which obviously kind of, like, fizzled out in the playoffs. Uh, But, you know, at least we're going to give Simmons and Embiid the room that they need to operate and uh, just make, make their lives easier. That's what it's all about. Just give them some space, give them some targets to, you know, spread the floor and hit people for threes that are going to make them. I mean, these dudes can just stroke it. Like, they have real gravity on the court, and it's going to help open things up so much, and it's worth, you know. Like, I, I love Josh. Josh was great. He'll be really good in Dallas with uh, with Luca. He's going to be a dog. He's, like, kind of what just what, what the doctor ordered. And they drafted my guy Tyrell Terry to be the new Seth Curry, so – that was a nice move by Dallas, but Seth is like, like you said, he's historically somehow like the second best three-point shooter of all time on like high volume too, which is uh, pretty unbelievable that his contract is so affordable. He's under contract uh, this year and the two years after for $8 million a year. I mean, it's like, it's got to be up there. For, we turned, like, we got off one of the worst contracts in, in the league with Horford, and we got one of the best value contracts in the league with Seth Curry. And it's uh, I'm thrilled. He's going to look so good playing with Simmons and Embiid. He is just what the doctor ordered, and I, I'm thrilled to watch him play basketball for us. Yeah, that's 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 a big thing, his contract. And, um, like, Josh 
we love Josh, but he was expiring too. Um, so we got three more years of a cost controlled need that we're getting back. And I think that's uh, like you said, we could probably argue in a vacuum that Josh is probably a better player, but for what we need and for the situation, Seth Curry is perfect. He, even you said this before, but like the two minutes, even during the Al Horford trade where it was like Sixers have dealt him to OKC for draft compensation or whatever it was. And more so during the Dallas trade, like the two minutes, my heart is racing. Like, what is the deal? We knew we needed a contract match. So it was like Curry, DeLon Wright, or I forget the, the third name. But in my mind, I'm like, we got Tyrell Terry, who they just drafted. I'm like, we got Terry and Kerry. And all we had to give up is Richardson. It's perfect. Um, when we digest it, like his contract was so worth it. And he's a historical shooter. Um but amazing deal, obviously. I don't think I could ever criticize anything he does. <laughs> Every move is the right move. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's perfect. Gene, <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I mean, I think Dave and Joe hit it on point. I think the contract part of Seth Curry is, like, very underrated because I, I don't know, but jo- uh, what was it? Joe Harris is going to be a free agent for the Nets, right? And I saw a tweet from NBA Central that he's like wanting like 15 to 18 million a year. Ooh. Like compared to that, like we're getting such a good value. And, and like from what we had the last two years, like it's just unimaginable that we're getting value like players and players on like really good deals like Seth Curry. So. Yeah. And he's yeah. just like a natural shooter too. Like mm-hmm. almost like a JJ Redick maybe doesn't move around screens the way JJ did, but like he, you know, he can dribble a little bit. And, uh, you know, Zach Lowe was talking on his podcast today that, like, he's pretty underrated on defense. Mm. Um, you know, I, to be honest, like, no, I don't pay attention to how he played on defense, but from I believe Zach Lowe. And Zach yeah. Lowe said he's, he's pretty good at, at tracking the ball and, like, baiting, baiting passers in the, in the steals. And he's, he said he, he brings it, and he really does give an effort. And, you know, if we were able to hide J.J. on defense with Ben Simmons and Embiid, um, you know, thigh ball, and Danny Green, good defender too. I I think we're gonna be fine with it. So, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, love it. We we got exactly what we needed in that trade. So I couldn't be happier with it. Like Dave said, were we were we able to hide JJ? That was might have been a Brett deficiency, <laughs> but we have Doc. I I thought in the Doc. playoffs in 2019, like once they they stopped having JJ switch, like in just days had him follow Joe Harris or they had him follow Danny Green and uh, yeah, uh, Joe Harris and Danny Green didn't do much to us i i think and they i think they actually did pretty well just the Kawhi became god brad stevens is the one that got him the year prior yeah they, brad stevens exposed jj right like really badly <laughs> i think i had <laughs> Bell, bellinelli eliasova yeah. uh, all of them but uh but yeah we, um, we also we also have to have to acknowledge the beautiful storybook ending that uh seth curry is married to doc rivers daughter callie rivers so we got the the son-in-law coming in to play with pops it's uh just just what is what is what a story what a night they got they gotta win together it'll be it'll be perfect but you know what guys i I just realized uh we kind of skipped over it uh danny green had a little bit of uh uh a rough playoffs in in the bubble um (laughs) but he uh you know the Lakers. He got he got death threats and everything about missing the the shots in the clutch. But uh, any any concerns with with Danny Green, or you think he'll just he'll be fine? 
No, he's gonna he, be so he good. Missed, he missed a big shot. Like, who cares? JJ JJ missed a big shot, and granted, it was paled in comparison. It just makes me always think of my Amy Fadul Twitter beef. But like, you look at the percentages. You give him the, a good shot. He's a great role player. We're we're good. We're not relying on him to save yeah. our team. We're he's a plug-in player for one year that plays defense and can shoot. All we ask for. People, people are so blinded by the present, they forget that in uh, 2013, he set the NBA Finals record for three-pointers in, a, in, a, in an NBA Finals series made uh, with San Antonio. So that's, that's who we're adding to this team. Yeah, last a year champion. he shot, um, yeah, two years in a row, right? He got, he got a ring, and then he had one with the Spurs, too. So he's got championship experience. Um, three, three rings for Danny Green. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Spurs. Wow, Spurs, Raptors, Lakers. Yeah. Um, Sure, yeah, I'll take he, some championship experience. Yeah, absolutely, especially for uh, some of the younger guards we have, and, and Maxi, and you know we have uh, now Isaiah Joe, and you know, so I think I think he's gonna be great for us. Uh, I'm, I'm, I know there's some speculation on Twitter. I, I'm fully expecting Danny Green to stay. Mm. I don't think we're oh, yeah. unless we unless there's a, a bigger dive they're gonna go into, and because of his contract value, I, I think he's here to stay. Um, and you know, he's a volume shooter, and even if he he shot. 36% from three last year. I mean, even so, people were going to respect it. They're, going to, they're not going to leave him alone. And he shot 45% for the Raptors a year before. That's only two years ago. I, I, don't, I don't think – I think the way he plays in his style, I don't th- I'm not anticipating, you know, him to save us. But mm-hmm. I think it's going to make everything feel a lot more natural with Ben and, and Joel. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And the way Maury phrased in his press conference, like, Again, I said this when we texted, like he has to say this, but it seemed pretty seemed pretty adamant, like this is our team. We're going in with this team, although he couldn't even mention Danny Green legally or whatever. But like I think people are still thinking that we have a big deal coming. I don't think so. Um, I think we're going to add these people on the edges, hopefully Nerlens and, and let's fucking go. 30 days. Ooh, we'll, we'll get the free agency. What, what's, <laughs> what's the next move? Is it Isaiah? The next one is, is the boys. promise. Elton's promise. Uh, Isaiah Joe from Arkansas. Uh, Dave's old stomping grounds. Uh, Arkansas stand up, Fayetteville Razorbacks. <laughs> some, some background. It was rumored for months, and I mean months, because Mike Levin said he, he heard this, like, probably in, like, September, that he heard a player got a promise from the Sixers already. And granted, this is before Maury, right? And so it turns out there's a week before the draft, there's a lot of rumors, but we keep seeing that the Sixers promise Isaiah Joe. We don't know if it's the 21st overall pick or in the second round, but we ended up getting him at the 49th overall pick, which is pretty good value, it seems. Um, and I'll let you guys talk about it. We've all seen his highlight tape. I have I, – I, we all know the player comparison. Oh, guys, go ahead. <laughs> Say wait, what you uh... wait. Keith Pompey just tweeted, and granted, take it for a grain of salt. Sources say no there's, a, there's a no. I'm I'm overhyping it, but he said sources say there's a real chance Noel could re- reunite with the Sixers. <laughs> he spoiled it. He his Facebook post. It was legit back then. Tampering my ass. Like, oh here. my god. All right, fuck it. Let's just talk about Noel because <laughs> we we've all we all want this and like. We, a few years ago when he was a free agent, we wanted him to come back. Uh, we were, I, at least I was, I was a big fan of Nerlens. So there's. Don't forget what we traded him for. <laughs> a fake first round pick. What was it like? 
top 31 protected or whatever. it was uh yeah it was like it was it, they had no chance it was like top 20 protected they had no chance of of of, <clears throat> of being outside uh of 20 uh and it became two fake for uh two fi- uh second round picks so it was basically a fake first round pick and didn't colangelo like when he asked to like recap to the press like yeah we traded noel for a first pick a first rounder <laughs> like dude Woj t- dropped the protections like immediately after the deal we know that you're wrong <laughs> you got a fake first oh my god jv you gotta go loser. ahead and uh, talk about that facebook post that you were referring to i i, I don't know some someone found it on twitter i guess someone follows his fan page and i guess this is a week ago now he posted like can't wait to be back or can't wait to get back out there. And it's just him wearing a Sixers jersey. So it's like <laughs> you're you're not pulling up a random picture from like your first four years in the league when you're yeah. you've been in another city for the last whatever four years. Where where was his last team? Was it OKC? OKC. Yeah, OKC. like he didn't have no OKC jersey where he like re reestablished himself as a real role player. He has had a deal for seven days, probably like three weeks now. And I am so excited. Wait, I think so there's a kinda, 90% chance. I think there's a 100% chance. And I think that it's almost kind of like the trade was Horford and the two picks and Mitchich for Nerlens and uh, – <laughs> for Nerlens. <laughs> and uh, who else did we get? Danny Green and Terrence Ferguson. It's almost like Nerlens. We got Nerlens back as part of the deal kind of. Or at least that's what I'll tell myself to make me feel better about that future first-round pick. But uh, <laughs> come home. Come home. Joel Embiid's best friend. Come back. What a perfect backup, so backup center. Home. Yeah. Guys, uh, I have <laughs> – June, what is, what is your roommate, Tudor? Your roommate's you playing have... a damn orchestra in the background. <laughs> you guys having band practice over there? June says he's Tudor, and I think he's like learn... – I, I figured it was like studying for the SATs or something. And he's got like a flute, a violin, a saxophone. This guy's got a whole damn tutor band <laughs> practice. Yeah. June, meanwhile, June's June's live tweeting about the Nerlens news. He said, "Come home." <laughs> June's but anyway, order. I, I have the uh, official official post right here. Someone posted a screenshot of it. It was him reposting an image from from like Sixers dot com <laughs> of him <laughs> of him dunking in a Sixers jersey. It says mood. <laughs> Can't wait to be back. This was three days. This was three or four days ago. There, nothing happened. There was no NBA. Like there's no draft or anything. And he he posted himself in the Sixers jersey. So I I think he's gonna be back. I would love oh it. Oh my god. Dave talked about so it. Joel's Joel's best friend. They 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 loved each other. They were sad to see each other go, or like they were sad to see him go. And uh, I think he's a perfect backup for what uh what we're trying to do here. I'm I'm. I hope it's true. I'm really excited. Didn't they when we traded him? It wasn't there a video of him like hugging him in the practice facility? Like, yeah. Oh my god, put that in the in the documentary when it when it's made. Whoever's we we talked about it, like Michael how Bay. like yeah, we talked about <laughs> Embiid's Embiid's uh, like all his friends are basically gone. TJ, Dario, Nerlens, all of them, and uh, it's it'd be nice to see a familiar face for him to bring up his mood. I'm I'm happy for him. Holy fuck! If you just you just mentioned the name, if we brought back TJ, oh my god, mm. I would I would combust. <laughs> no, Daryl's a Daryl's yeah. a TJ hater. He's a yeah. TJ hater. When he uh, went on the Ricky Sanchez podcast, he threw some shade at TJ. No, so I don't think that'll happen. Yeah, he did, no, he did. 
Sad. Uh, all right, guys. We're gonna, we'll get back to what we were originally talking about. Isaiah Joe. Uh, well, Isaiah, what you think of him watching his highlight tape? Because I think we all have the same thoughts. He has the the most pure shot I've ever seen in my life. There's <laughs> He should be the shot doctor or whatever. Everyone should just – when Joel came here and said, I just watch white people shoot, like everyone should watch Isaiah Joe shoot the ball. <laughs> I might start watching it and get into the gym. <laughs> this dude couldn't have said it better. Everything's perfect. His his form, his footwork, whatever, and he's a fucking bummer. <clears throat> he's pulling up from forty feet out, like, and that was their offense. Like, I think they were. I mean, let's let's caveat that he was whatever the 49th overall pick. So odds are he's not going to be like anything amazing. But oh my god, if he could just be a a 30-foot threat, like, don't leave this guy open because his shot has never touched a rim. <laughs> I like I like to imagine that Elton made him a promise and he begged the other teams to let him fall to us at 49. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I think we talked about it. That That's the guy who we – it's all been rumored, like, pretty, like, notably. Like, everyone knew that the Sixers promised – Isaiah Joe, that they draft him. It got a little effy when we traded 34 and 36, but uh, Elton probably just was, you know, just like tapping Daryl's shoulder, just reminding him, like, hey, Isaiah Joe's still there. Don't forget. Are you sure you're going to trade 34 to uh, OKC? <laughs> he had a little, like, a little heart attack. Just, like, just, just don't forget. Just don't forget. We promise. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, – I think all like the mock drafts or big boards or whatever are, were fans of this guy. But when the promise came out, I think Keith Pompey insinuated that it was going to be at 21 and people were like, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? But at pick 49, take whoever the fuck you want. Like just don't sell the pick. <laughs> I think uh, we have to mention that we don't have a great history with promises. If you remember Larry Brown promised Larry Hughes in the 97 draft that they were going to take him. Meanwhile, Paul Pierce and like Dirk Nowitzki were on the board, and they still took Larry Hughes, and uh, we know how that played out during their their careers. So what a what a concept that probably makes Daryl Morey sick. Like that goes against everything <laughs> he believes in. Like just anchoring on one player, and like that is the only guy that we could take, regardless of the outcome of the draft. <laughs> I think I read way back when like Daryl Morey doesn't even like to meet with with prospects because it like might lead him to be biased when the time comes and he wants to remove all that shit, like crazy hinky Maury stuff. But, Love it. oh, my God, I can't fathom how inefficient <clears throat> a promise is. Like, what is <laughs> the risk, the risk-reward? All right, I guess, like, you could argue that like, he won't go interview with the other teams because he wants to play for us and knows he'll come to us and teams won't touch him if you won't interview him. But, like, get the fuck out of here. Who cares? If you want a guy, trade up for him. Like, promise is so dumb. <laughs> uh, June, there's a, uh, a very obvious player comp. Who does he remind you of? I believe that is uh, Mr. Robert Covington. <laughs> I believe you're correct. My, I believe you're correct, my friend. <laughs> With he a limited like range. <laughs> you, see his, you see, he, he shoots like him. Like, it looks mm-hmm. like it's, like, straight up, like – it's a quick release. He is fires. He's a, he's going to be our new bomber, which uh, rainbow. Maybe f- absolutely. Maybe Furkan's out of his way. Yeah. Absolute um, skyscraper jump shot. No, no conscience. Like what did Embiid say? Like mm-hmm. Robert Covington like, did not give a fuck about mm-hmm. what like the Philly fans booing him. Me booing him. You guys know I had a rough period with, with Covington. Dave's dad. 
<laughs> he has no conscience. I, I, I love it. He, I mean, he, he's even kind of like, he's like a little lanky. He's like, from what uh, Michael Levin was saying on the rest of Ricky Sanchez, apparently he's like sneaky athletic. So maybe they were, they didn't want him to work out with other teams, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think he's going to fit in great. And that sounds like from what he said with uh, an interview, his press conference today that they're, they didn't relay any plans to him that he might play in the G league. So he might have a chance to win some minutes. So. What a funny comp or like, trait you're sneaky athletic like you're in the damn nba what do i look like a fat slob of course i'm athletic <laughs> like it's almost an insult um maury maury gave him a little shout out too and said like he's not he said specifically like sure he's not going to hang his hat on this but he's better at defense than people give him credit for um so as you said nuge i don't think he's g league and i mean i think he's going to be um uh, Light it up in practice, and you'll get some minutes on the court. Like, we'll see. Max, not, yeah. Max, Maxie and Joe are going to play in the rotation. I really believe it. Um, what is Joe? Is he a three or a four? Or is he both? Can he play both? Is he just like Covington? I have no he idea. Looks more like a three to me, but this is He's super purely skinny. off YouTube highlights. <laughs> One-minute video. <laughs> I, I could have swore, swore he was 6'9". I think he's 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> I'm like, this guy's tall as fuck. And uh, I guess it's because you're playing other college kids. Uh, but I think he, he looks to me like a three. Well, I hope it's a three because I'm trading Matisse and Vladi's fake trade corner today. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Let's, let's get to the next topic because I, I really need to hear this, this Vladi fake trade. Uh, we talked about – One more pick. Uh, one more pick. Okay. Um, 58, we picked Paul Reed. Uh, oh, yeah. I, know, I don't know much about him, all, only that apparently he's an analytics darling. And we have Maury, who's an analytics god. So, uh, apparently, uh, June, you said he reminded you of someone. Who, who was it again? Harold. Who? Oh, from the, Harold from the Clippers. From the Clippers. Oh, he has, like, the wow. – he has that motor on offense and defense. From, from my 10-minute of YouTube research, <laughs> uh, he, can't, he can't really shoot, but he's a rim runner, perfect backup power forward center type. It's kind of small. A real though. nose, real nose for the ball. Yeah, yeah. He's he's aggressive. He's physical. Like he's he's like a dog. Which is like we've been saying like with our last team that like kind of soft and didn't really look like you know we wanted a few guys to like come out here with like high effort, you know, physicality, all that stuff. So I I liked what I saw from his the three minute YouTube video I watched. <laughs> That's like all you can find on him from, too. from the Paul. <laughs> yeah. they- apparently, apparently he can shoot a little bit. Mm. So, and. And he's like he he averaged X amount of steals and Y amount of blocks, and the only player to do that before him was Nerland Zoel. It's so yeah. funny. And he, he shoots uh, like eighty yeah. percent from the free throw line. Wow, that's that's beautiful. Um, but it was weird because like Shams and Woj tweeted every pick like five minutes before, or even more. And for some reason, they went from what was he fifty six or fifty eight or whatever? They just yeah. skipped him. <laughs> they went from 57 to 59 and 60, and, like, one random Twitter was, like, Paul Reed. I think that was the only pick of the night that was announced only by ESPN or NBA, whatever. Um, and I think my first joke was, like, yeah, I think he was in the Masters tournament last week. <laughs> like That name. Yeah, it, whatever. If he's a G-league or two-league or two-way Probably player. two-way, yeah. But, yeah, he'll be our – he's perfect. 
he's just another Nerlens, and development will be fun. Yeah, I think we have to mention that uh, it was reported today that Norvell Pell was waived. I liked him. Yeah, he was. Um, but you know that confuses he, me. Why can't he? Why can't he be our third center behind Joel Nerlens? I and think it was something like. I think it was more that if we wanted that, we can bring him back, but we needed to waive him before tomorrow to give us like additional cap room. Or the guaranteed something. money tomorrow would, be, would have been guaranteed. So maybe there's doing for flexibility. Who knows? That yeah, makes like, me sad. I, re- I really thought Norvell Pell was like an NBA fringe center. Yeah, I like I liked him way more than like Jenna Bolden. You know, fuck Bolden. Yeah. Or maybe I just I liked uh, I think I liked Norvell because he reminded me of Nerland. So if we actually yeah, get Nerland, then that's yeah. that's totally fine by me. Just a quick aside, I think I saw a tweet that like and this goes way back to Horford. Someone said we could have literally trotted out the same lineup, just swap out Al Horford for Jonah Bolden, and our results for the year should have, would have probably been no different. We would have had probably the same amount of wins and got swept in the first round. <laughs> and we what paid a failure. $30 million and the other we cut. What a failure. How do you think yeah. Al feels? I wonder how Al feels. He's never talked. He never said anything. I never heard him say two words since he's been here. Yeah, even I remember his first intro podcast with Woj or whatever. He was like, yeah, I haven't talked to Embiid yet. I was like, what? It's your, whole, your whole job, buddy. That's yeah. the whole reason he came here. I gotta, think. Got to appease Embiid, man. He's definitely happy to be out of here, too. Like, no player yeah. enjoys that. It's not like he loses money. Some other team gets to pay him his $27 million and he could, I don't know, not have to deal with, like, it must be pretty brutal from a mental standpoint to, like, <laughs> knowing a city despises you. Oh, God, that's terrible. Like, that's some depressing shit. But he's got he's $109 be million. Dollars. Yeah. Oh, he, he could handle it. Yeah, Money can uh, but no, I like I I did really want it to work out. I, I really wanted it to work out. It's just it, it sure. would have been so. so we, we all it would have been great. It would have been great to you know have that hangover Boston fans' heads. But you know what? It was a it was a Demarco Murray situation. That's what it was. It, they came oh. from a rival. It was a double agent. It didn't work out. Wow. I mean, I, it is what it is. I think I think it's just it was just best for both parties to move on like like we did, and you know. Um, Fuck you, Al. I don't give a shit about you. But yeah, we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> but uh, I, I really want to get to, to Vlade's fake trade. So we'll, we'll just we'll just speed through uh, the next few topics that aren't that important. Uh, you can give me your quick thoughts on it. Uh, Drew Holiday traded to the Bucks for three first round picks and uh, George Hill and Eric Bledsoe. What do you guys think? I hope they stay healthy. And Giannis resigns. That's a that's a lot to give for someone who I don't. I'm very surprised warranted that much to be honest with you. I we all we we wanted Drew Holiday. Uh, if that was the price, then no. Um, he's very good. He's that sounds like more than we got for Iverson. You know you know what I mean? Like <laughs> a lot more than we got for Iverson. So I yeah I it's it's they're, they'll be good. Uh, they lost a little bit of death, but uh, but yeah, um, I think that was a little bit too much, and they better hope Giannis resigns. Mm-hmm. We're going to be also, in tampering court with them. Uh, it's going to be them and the Sixers and Noel and whatever the <laughs> European is. Yeah. yeah, like there's no way it's being reported. Like, yeah, no, it's actually not a real deal. But they're just obviously covering their ass. Like he's going to be in, in Milwaukee, and that's a fucking dominant lineup. I'll hate every second of them because I. I don't like watching them, obviously, but 
that's a good team. And then uh, also because we talked about him a lot as a possibility, uh, Chris Paul traded to the Suns. Oh. Would have liked him here, but uh, you know, I think I think it might have been better going a different route just from our from a history of older players. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, so guys, as the roster stands, how are we feeling about them? We're fucking good. <laughs> all we need is what we've always clamored for. We need Joel and Ben to take their next step, and we have we have the pieces down. Like mm-hmm. we have, there's no more Brett and Elton are idiots, and they surrounded them with eight power forwards. We have shooters, and that's what everyone clearly, even our GM, agreed. We have the shooters. Let's see what Doc can do with them, and let's see how they can progress. And I'm excited for it. That's it. We got the we got pieces that fit. For the most part, not the puzzle is ninety percent complete, um, and we got a, a the the best. This is the our our coaching staff is so impressive. I mean, let's run through it again. First and foremost, championship coach Doc Rivers, his right hand man Dave Yeager, who easily could be a head coach anywhere he wants, anytime. Uh, followed by Sam Cassell, the guy from Indiana, who's one of the top defensive coaches, defensive coordinators in the league. Sam, did I say Sam Cassell already? Yeah, but you could say him twice. He's dope. Yeah, I love him. He's so ugly. He's beautiful. Who Popeye else? Jones. Didn't, didn't yeah. we get Popeye, Popeye Jones? Jones. <laughs> oh, my God. Popeye Jones and Sam Cassell. Yikes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Picks your day. Is gonna, you're going to break a couple cameras. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I cannot wait. I can't wait to see us play basketball, guys. It's so soon. It's so soon. It's going to be so fun. It's, uh, it's, in, it's in a month, exciting. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. December twenty second. Yeah. What's training Free camp starts tomorrow? Is it tomorrow or is it t- tonight? First, I think I I guess midnight they can talk. Is that what it 6 is? PM. Uh, 6 p.m. Six six p.m. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Someone uh, said midnight on Twitter, but anyway, um, yeah. And then training camp December fifth. Um, it seems like they're really trying to emulate the two thousand eighteen Sixers that had like all those really great like like best four man lineups in the NBA, like you know. Like plus nineteen rating stuff like that with with the shooters, so um, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of fine with our roster. I mean, we do need a few pieces like Nerlens, like a backup center, um, but I there's the Harden rumors, and I, you know before like that's something I would consider, but like and yeah, I mean James Harden's a, an MVP, you know, like a like a one of a kind scorer, but like I don't, I kind of want to see this team with Joel and Ben. I don't know, and you guys know I'm not the biggest Ben guy. But June, like, what do you think about Harden possibly being a trade target? Uh, I'll rather watch him go to Brooklyn and just watch that meltdown happen. <laughs> then you know, because you know, I, I like the roster that we have now. You know, it's 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 a very exciting roster we have. We finally have normal players and a roster that makes sense. So I would love to see this roster go to work, and I think. Not just the roster itself, but also the, the cap situation for next year. I think it's important that we got rid of this Al Horford contract that seemed immovable with Danny Green expiring next year. Like, we have some money to work with as well. So, things are looking really good. I, uh, I have a, a Nets fan friend. Uh, his name is Boye. Shout out Boye. He is a really great guy. But uh, he's terrified 
of the Harden Kyrie Durant situation. He he's absolutely terrified. He think he, he he's getting Billy King vibes. He said, and then mm. mix that with a brand new head coach and Steve Nash. He's like he thinks mm. this might be too many personalities for a first time head coach. But uh, but yeah, mm. we'll we'll see what happens with that. But if uh if if we got nothing else, I I'd really like to get here this lot of fake trade it's it's been too long we, i've been i've been needing one so let's go dave you have the floor so i i don't know how i can't get too creative i've there's only one team that i, I can pot if you go through all 29 nba teams i think there's only one that tobias actually makes sense for and it's the jazz <laughs> so they're they're gonna be in every every trade's gonna have toby going to the jazz but uh this one is interesting because like we just said they're, they're going for it with Simmons and Embiid. I mean, I really don't think – to get Harden or to get Beal or somebody like that, um, you have to give up Simmons. You're not getting one of those guys without giving up Simmons. Now, I don't think that they're they're interested in that right now. Um, you got to kind of have to go to a t- the tier – the next tier down of player. And his na- this guy's name has been floating around Twitter the last few days. And when you – it's really interesting when you think about it. I'm talking about Zach Levine. Um, I think he's perfect. He is perfect. I mean, I think, look, I'm very uh, anti-Simmons at the point guard. Not that he he's obviously a creator. I mean, he's a point forward, whatever you want to call him. He's just, when it comes down to it, not cutting time, two minutes left in the fourth quarter, he's not a point guard in 2020. Sorry, he's just not a point guard. Um, so I really just like, again, he can, you know, during in regular season games, Lead the lead the break in transition. Be a one man fast break, and and in, in transition, sure he's a point guard. He can take it up the floor, you know, faster and, and more athletically than anybody, anyone other than LeBron, honestly. Uh, but when it comes down to it, crunch time. Sorry, not buying it. Not a point guard. Um, we still have that issue. Who's our crunch time guy? Who's getting a bucket? You know, when it, when the game's on the line. And I think first of all, Levine has cooked us several times. He's given us. 40 spots on more than one occasion, um, right down to the wire, clutch shot. Um, he's, he can shoot it. He can shoot the hell out of the ball. Um, he's marketable. He's fun. He's athletic. He's bouncy. He's won the dunk contest. Um, you know, he can, he, he's hit big shots against us. He can get his own shot whenever he wants. Um, he can play off the ball. He can catch and shoot. I think he's perfect. I think uh, when you look at Chicago, well, what would they, if they're going to get off Levine, what would they want back? I mean, dude, look at their roster. They have nothing. They have nothing. They have Otto Porter is a $28 million expiring contract this year. They have Thaddeus Young, two years, $13 million a year left. Okay, what are they doing with that? Everyone else on their roster is like, it's Wendell Carter, Laurie Marketing, Kobe White, Sadoransky, who is just like whatever. Um, they just drafted that kid who's, who worked in his mom's flower shop, who's like a four. Patrick Williams. Like an athletic four. Yeah, Patrick Williams. Ryan Archie Dinocano, the white kid from Villanova, they have like they're clearly kind of, like they could easily sell Levine and tank. Like I don't know what what their other move would be. I mean, why would they trade for Westbrook? Who are they gonna who are you gonna trot out Westbrook with to maybe get the eighth seed? Archie Dinocano? Like <laughs> yeah, I think sure. uh, I think I think Levine's gettable for like tanking pieces, and I think look Utah again. They're the only team that Toby actually fits on and could help. They need a second scorer next to. Donovan Mitchell, they have the space to take on his contract. They're not getting any free agents anyway. Um, so I think the three-team trade that I came up with is Tobias goes to um, Utah. 
they redirect Mike Conley's expiring contract to Chicago. So Chicago gets a $34 million expiring. Um, so they get some cap flexibility. And then uh, we also send Thibel and two unprotected picks, 2021 and 2023, to Chicago. So basically, Chicago ends up getting Conley's expiring contract. We, we get Levine and Thaddeus Young. So we, we, they get off. They don't have to pay Levine and Young next year. We'll take on that salary. They get Conley's expiring. They get Thibel to go with their young core. And they get two future unprotected picks from us, 2021 and 2023. We get Levine. We get our guy. Our starting lineup is Seth Curry, Zach Levine, Danny Green, Simmons and Embiid. Your bench is Tyrese Maxey, Shake Milton, Isaiah Joe, Thaddeus Young, and Nerlens Noel. Who says no? I don't know. I, I, I say yes, but who says no? I don't know. Well, I, I I, that's all... a good deal for the Jazz. They didn't give up anything except they swapped. All they did was swap Conley for Tobias. Exactly. They swapped an expiring contract for somebody that fits a position of need and a scoring punch for the next four years. And, like, everything you said, like, they're not going to attract free agents. They, they had their eye on him in the past. They needed a second scorer. Like, that's – that's not that much they're giving up for him. So, you know, Chicago, Chicago, Fiebel and two unprotected picks and, 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 and cap relief. I mean, if you want, if you're going to get rid of a good player, what do you want? You want a good young player, you want picks and you want cap relief. Um, so does Chicago consider that? Do they tank and give us Levine? I mean, Fiebel, uh Mark Eversley is the, is the GM in Chicago. He telegraphed the Fiebel pick. He loves Fiebel. We know that. I think uh, I think I think we're all in agreement that, as Sixers fans. We we all do that in a heartbeat, a heartbeat, like yeah. absolutely. Uh, we like Thibault, but you know he might be the worst offensive player in the league. <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah, I, as you're Chicago, they, I don't. I get a vibe from Chicago that they're they don't like Levine. I, I, that's just a feeling I get. Like I don't think they're they're thrilled with him. Uh, I don't think they see him as like a, a building piece, especially maybe he doesn't match their timeline, you know? And it's like, they don't even, they don't even have a timeline. They don't have a direction right. really. It's, it's, it's like just a weird Levine's, mix. Yeah. Levine's the only like current, like ready now piece they have. And like, they're not going to, are they going to build a team around them? Like, they're they're doing like this like, Charlotte blueprint. Right. So like you, you said but, what they get, they get Thibault, two first round picks from us. Yeah. T- 2021 and 2023 unprotected. I, I I think they consider it. I'm, I'm, I I honestly mean that. I don't think I'm being biased at all because I want the trade to happen. I I like. You're right. It just, I it look. Doesn't... I I love I love Thibel and I don't like giving up unprotected picks. You never know what could happen. But like, right. I think that that team. I mean, he's the missing piece. I mean, he gets Toby out of the way. You know, Toby will be great on you. Just like Josh Richardson will be really good on Dallas. I really think Toby would be good on Utah. Like play along, play the four next to Rudy Gobert. Be the second scoring punch next to the next to Mitchell. Uh, they have Bogdanovich stretching the floor, um, Ingles stretching the floor. That's a good. That's a big upgrade for them. I really think. Like I think he could actually do well in in that situation. And like it puts Simmons in the Blake Griffin role, and it gives us Levine. It gives us our crunch time guy. It gives us our guy that can get us a game winning bucket. It gives us our guy that can go out and get forty. That can play off the ball, on the ball, in transition in the half court. I I think that that's like I think that will put us over the top, and I think that's kind of realistic. Listen, uh, we we're trying to win now, you know, and uh, so like future picks, like you said, unprotected that that hurts, but we're like our time is like now or soon, and and we're trying to compete right now, and 
Uh, like who's right now, as we're constructed, who's, who's taking the last shot to bias. Uh, uh, yeah. Nope. Our lack of an ISO like final possession, <clears throat> we have to rely on like Brett Brown's questionable, like pass the ball around and have this shot. Like, Top could potato. you just imagine having someone that's like, sure, it's not going to go in every time, but just the confidence that we have a dude that's going to do whatever <clears throat> dribbling and have a decent shot at the buzzer or close to it. Like, oh, my God. Give me it. Give me that. Like, we had Jimmy Butler, and that worked out pretty well for us, didn't it, before, you know. Oh, yeah. Before exactly. that all season where Elton ruined everything. But – uh, Jimmy, he had some clutch baskets, including that game tying shot versus Toronto in Game Seven. So, I mean, we can argue, we can talk about his performance in that game or whatever. But he, it was very nice having a guy we can just give it to, and uh, I, I think that's worth the cost. I think that I think Chicago would consider it, and I think Utah would, would consider it. So we got to tweet this into existence. I'll tweet, yeah. I should tweet it at Daryl. Honestly, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Plant the seed. Plant the seed. Yeah, I think I, I might. I want our – I'm like – and I know it's smart or like people would argue that, but I'm like comfortable with let's run it with Ben and Joel and and Doc Rivers. Let them, let, the, let, them, let them do their collective thing. Harden was fun, but I'm over it. I know it's like probably stupid, but like I'm excited yeah. now and let's just fucking go. Yeah, we're not, we're not giving up sentence. And it's like, uh, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I like the, how the team's constructed. You have – the two stars, and you have the role players. So everything is clearly defined. So I'm very interested in seeing how Embiid and Simmons take this team, and see if they if they're gonna you know if they're gonna lead us. We we talk about it all the time. We want to see them take the next step. We want to see them be leaders. And it's like it's clearly their team. Like everyone else is there to support them. We they all know their roles. Like let's let's see what they can do. And then you know if give it a year and it doesn't work out, then then we start considering things like. People are still going to, you know, covet Ben or Joel a year from now. And I think I'm, I'm very excited to see it. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think anyone else – like, it's very early. We all don't think any of us think we're, like, can see us winning the championship this year. Um, but I think we want to see progress. <laughs> there we go. There's the case. Let's get, let's get Levine. But uh, I, I think that's a – I think that's a great trade, Dave. And uh, I think I, I really would. But – um yeah like like joe, like joe said like this lineup this this roster excites me and uh hey it's it's gonna go fast we have free agency tomorrow so here we go guys Netherlands, bring them home i hope they announce that at midnight <laughs> i will i like i'll fucking i'll lose my fucking mind if they get Netherlands back i will be so happy we got him. so happy it's done, right? He's coming. It's it's <laughs> He's done. coming home. He's probably here. He's probably back clogging his toilets in uh, in Roxborough already. Remember that? <laughs> hey, he, he clearly the backup center. We don't have to worry about him playing with MB. We don't have to get to worry yeah, about any of that bullshit. It's perfect. It's just we have a backup center. It's it's, it's uh, uh, is like one. Of, it's, might be like my my top priority. Yeah, and he's a great and he's a great you know for the twenty games that Embiid sits, he's the, he's a great starting center. He's capable. He's more than capable. That was always the plan, I think. Like it was all that's how it was always supposed to be. Joel and Narlins, you know, Narlins is ultimately the backup, but he's more than capable to start twenty games a year and, and contribute. And then honestly, in the in the games that Joel does sit and Narlins starts, I think Ben plays backup center. I think mm. I think Doc tries to unlock that. Yeah, that's right. Isaiah Joe with the four. 
Green at the three, Levine at the one, or Levine at the two, Curry at the one. Daryl hinted at it. Daryl said, "I I think we. I don't know how he phrased it, but he basically said like we can we can mess around with Ben at the five lineups." And oh my yes, god, cream! <laughs> oh, I can't wait to watch more tape. I I oh. only watch like I've seen a collective probably three minutes of our drafts picks play <laughs> from the real season. I didn't watch any college basketball. There's- there's nothing out yeah. there. There was no college basketball to watch. There was yeah. half, no half no March season Madness. And no tournament. Everyone's got everyone's got the same two videos. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm I'm actually I'm about to go buy 2K21 right now. I'm about oh, to drop wow. 70 okay. bucks on that PS5 version and just just let it play out. Build the I rosters. Might... Trade for Zach Levine. <laughs> <laughs> I might do it. I might buy it tomorrow, and that'll be my Friday night, and I'll be ecstatic about it. Uh, oh, that fantastic. sounds like a great Friday night, uh, yeah. guys. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. This is we we all feel good. Like that was as great of a of a draft night as we could have wished for. We got free agency. Um, you know, none of us are. I don't do any of you guys like really understand the cap that much. Cause I I don't. Uh, I know we have some money to spend. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if we do get nervous. Who else we can afford? Um, I know DJ Augustine's name was floated around, um, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, just give me Nerlens. I could care less. Do whatever you think makes sense, Daryl. Yeah, we trust you, Daryl. You do what. But you better, people. you better get New Orleans. <laughs> That's the only thing we we know. We're right on this one. We're getting New Orleans. He's going over. He's here already, guys. He's remember, already here. we we were always right, and we're right now. And I, I trust you, Daryl. Let's, let's let's do this thing. So, guys, that's I think that's all I got for you guys today. All right. See you, fellas. All right. So. There you go. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, we, got? We, oh. we, we didn't do what's for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. You guys, mine's boring. You guys go first. Uh, uh, go yeah. ahead, Joe. I think you had Wood Street I, recently, didn't you? I got Wood Street last night, which is fire as always, and had a couple slices left over for lunch, and it was equally bet- as good. Uh, but for dinner, had some meal prep shit that I made Monday, so absolutely disgusting. It's not even good when I make it for the fr- like in real time and eating it three days later. Oh, it's – it takes so much willpower to not order delivery every night. I imagine this is what it's like to stop smoking cigarettes, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm easy. June, what you got? Well, today I had boring salmon, asparagus, and rice. But yesterday I had some Chinese takeout after yeah. the Al Horford trade was uh, announced. So Celebration. That was an awesome meal. <laughs> Dave, you guys want to know what I what I had for dinner tonight? <laughs> I had I had this I had this tweet for dinner tonight. There's a real there's a real chance Noel twenty five could reunite with the Sixers. Team officials will be permitted to contact free agents or their agents at six p.m. Friday. Players will be allowed to sign free agent deals at twelve oh one p.m. Monday. Like Pell, Noel was a fan favorite in Philly. Noel was also Embiid's best friend on the team. In addition, he and all-star point guard Ben Simmons are close friends and share the same agency, Clutch, Clutch Sports Group. Wow, we're just – That's my that's my dinner tonight. Is that is that Pompeii? <laughs> that's Keith. Wait, did you did you say Noel 25? Is that his age? He's only 25. What? 25? Yeah, Holy so – uh, And uh, Levine's 26. <laughs> God, it's so weird how old we are. Um, <laughs> no. older than all of them. Oh God! All right, yeah, I I had a bore I had a boring boring dinner. Um, just some Chinese takeout. 
Uh, it wasn't that great, but uh, it sounded, it sounded like we, we probably could have skipped what's for dinner besides <laughs> besides the Nero's the well to eat. Dave's meal but, uh, was the best. Yeah, Dave's meal he had the best meal. But uh, guys, I, we hey for you listeners, leave us a review. Leave us a five star Apple Podcast review. We we haven't had one in a little bit. I I kind of want to really read Check one. It out. <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout oh, out, Cohen. One. Leave us a review, buddy. Show, yeah, leave us a review. Someone leave us a review. Um, Amanda was listening to the last podcast, and she was like, "Oh, we, d- I did leave you a review. It, it was really short." I was like, "I'm not going to read that on on the air. She's she's going to hear this later." But. We'll raffle off one of like the many fake jerseys we have from like players. Of the- yeah, I still have. I probably have six Nerlens Noel knockoff jerseys that will will be right back in vogue once he signs tomorrow. So. Uh, Someone could get that. Listeners, get us the 20, 25 star reviews. We'll do a giveaway. I got, I got a Tobias, Tobias shirt. I can give away. <laughs> We're just giving away our trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. Let's All right, guys. It was. Uh, I, I enjoyed that one. I enjoyed that one. There's gonna be the free agency tomorrow. We'll talk soon. So, guys, thank you for joining. Peace talk out. To you soon. Peace out. Thank you.